Come on. Strong, the powerful Jen Goldman has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, excited to have you back on. Jen is a business transformer. She's guiding executives on change strategy and management while transforming business operations for scalable growth and culture. Jen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. <laughs> That's great. Um, personal, uh, you know, two kids, the dog, and advocate for public schools and getting out the vote. Um, professional, helping business execs and their employees uh, get the groove on <laughs> to really, um, you know, knock the ball out of the park and to kind of bring together um, a culture that just thrives beyond the owner's life. So bringing, you know, kind of the second generation of, of the business up. And it's, it's really great. And uh, why do I do what I do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this and um, I do remember in my early teens saying that I wanted to kind of make over people. <laughs> and there must have been something that happened. And, you know, ever since then, it's always about I can see a better you. I can see a better business. And I want to be a part of that. And um, so, yeah, I've kind of applied it. Long path. You and I have talked about this before. Um, you know, through finance and understanding my financial limitations and freedoms and, and then getting to kind of flip the card and have a new brand and, and consult with businesses and employees. So um, here we are today. I love it. Here we are today. So what is sort of top of mind for you right now? What are you ruminating, thinking about? It's a great question. I, I'm soaking in so much information and reading a ton. In fact, now that I say that, everybody brings me a new book to read. <laughs> and uh, I have a stack by me, literally. Um, you know, I do think that we are in a wonderful opportunity. And I do realize when I say that, that some people are in a really bad state um, and in really down and out. I think we have this opportunity as employees and as small businesses to really change the dynamic of work and life um, integration. And, you know, I, I would never wish uh, these times on anyone, but I think we have to take it and run with it. I think we, we can change focusing on results instead of, you know, FaceTime and focusing on, you know, how do we do things every day with purpose that, that matches our personal purpose, you know what I mean? In shedding, all those things that just don't get us to the goals that, that we hope to achieve. So I, I think we have this great like um, time where we can, we can learn and we can be better and permanently better. I love it. I think that uh, it, it is like, couldn't agree with you more. If you're, if, if you're in a place where you're not suffering physically or have been horribly affected by what's happening, I think this really can be a good opportunity to, sort of look at everything, look at, yeah. and you talked about focusing on results over FaceTime, focusing on purpose. So when you say results over FaceTime, what, what, what do you mean? Um, I am borrowing from some pretty great people. There's uh, two women that I, I got to hear one, her name is uh, Jody Thompson, and she spoke about results only workplace and environment. 
um, on a culture podcast by Pam Ross. And I got to tell you, it just blew me away because it makes such common sense. But what they talk about is results only setting what results you want to get out of what you're doing versus just putting time in. So let me give a, a real example. Um, let's talk in work work terms, not home terms. So in work terms, you know, you're working on a project, but you don't know the ultimate purpose for it. You don't know what you want to get out of it. You're just doing it. It's like busy work. And that just has to go away. And there's been companies that have done this over the years, but they've been kind of quiet about it. They just, they focused on their people. They focused on that culture and it's just made amazing results for them. And I think that this is something that we can do across the board in, in all industries. And I think that it come, I've been thinking about how can the employee help the executives see the light? You know, we constantly say that, you know, we're employees and that we have to take lead from our leaders or executives, but you know what? Our executives, and I mean one of them, we need to hear and get input and guidance too. We don't know everything. And so it's good to hear from the people in your ranks and listen to what they think will work and will energize them and give them purpose. And that's what I've been really focusing on is the Thompson wrestler. It's called why work sucks, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but the, but the outcome is it's results only and not FaceTime. And I think we have this opportunity. I love it. So I, I totally agree. I think it's right there in front of us. Mm-hmm. However, Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it what is it that 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 is keeping people from from grabbing it well fear is always a factor we know that right if you're an executive you fear it failing and fear of failure or the thought of failure can lead to maybe less income less ability to keep people employed um, as an employee that's easier you know, there's the fear of speaking up when you're the, you, you deem yourselves as the minion and yet you are the next generation of that business. Um, without you, they, you know, they can't scale, scale up. So I do think it's fear. I think as executives, and I'm going to speak in the masses because I work with a lot of different, you know, executives is that sometimes we just don't reach out enough to our peers and listen to what they're doing, their wins, their failures, to know it's okay. Like we, we should try this. Uh, you know, and it's it's the fear of the unknown, right? It's like opening, you know, we the cliche, the Pandora's box. Well, what if you as an executive go to your people and say, okay, let's sit down and let's really talk about what we see the future being and what we think with the work environment and the culture will be and how do we match that up with our personal? You, you do feel like you're opening Pandora's box. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you don't know if you can close it. So, you know, I, I think it's just fear. I, I don't. Which certainly does make sense. It's it, it makes all the sense in the world. It's like, okay, we got to this point where we have a successful business by many metrics, p- potentially all the metrics. Let's just leave well enough alone because we are keeping the lights on. We're keeping, you know, all these human beings employed, which is taking care of their families. Uh, so, to upset the apple cart and to make changes, well, is it really worth it? Um, mm-hmm. And we, in this conversation, are advocating that yes, in fact, it is worth it. Beyond this fear, is potentially exponentially more growth and scaling the business and having a greater impact. Am I on the right track? Absolutely, you're right on. You're right on. So, 
Maybe, oh, you know what? Yeah, let, me, let me intercept. I said fear, but maybe the executives don't even know their purpose anymore. Hmm. <laughs> you know, you start a business and you know this, right? You're a business owner. Sure. You start a business with passion, with some sort of focus, right? And as you pivot and, and shift and turn and evolve, just like your, your brands have evolved, my brands evolved, right? You may lose your own why. You may lose your own purpose. And you don't step aside, not back, step aside to kind of reground and, and find it again. So maybe it's not just fear to be fair. Maybe it's that you don't even know where you're headed. Which certainly, you know, that's that's a, an absolute understandable and and human being thing to do is that we've 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 now grown and have lost touch and that's not necessarily a bad thing with the reason that that the company started and my initial passion and focus so yeah going back and revisiting what are we really doing here why are we really doing this uh that's probably as worthwhile an exercise um, and maybe that's the starting point to the whole thing yeah and then when you do that, that's when you have that ability, you know, and again, I borrow ideas, Greg McGowan oh, sure. and essentialism, right? But when you do that, you are able to say no to things that are a distraction that don't feed in to the purpose. A, a side story, um, brought my son to baseball the other day in a town where I had lived in, in Boston and used to work with the homeless. And you know, I'm standing, you know, I, I took a, went off a beaten path while I dropped him off and I went to a local restaurant, a small business that had just opened. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go in and just buy something like, you know, I'm going to help. I'm here for small businesses. Like I, for some reason, I have this amazing passion around small businesses. And, you know, I went in and I'm standing there and I look across the street and there's somebody that's homeless. Right. And, you know, it's getting, having, putting yourself back in those moments to get grounded and realize your purpose. And I got to tell you, you know, as I say it to you, um, my heart swells because that is my purpose, right? I found it again, and it allows me to say no to all the distractions that come my way. We need to do that from time to time. Yeah, I'm fond of saying that, you know, having perspective is, mm -hmm. I think it's really probably one of the most important things that's out there. You need to keep getting, keep a sense of, 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 of where you are in your life and the universe and, and, and everything else, because it is yeah. really, really easy to get uh, wrapped up in life and, and everything that, that modern living has to throw at us. So, so revisiting that as, as, as an executive team or a business owner and sort of refreshing, reminding ourselves or changing, it's an opportunity to, to shed, non-essential stuff to get rid of crap that we're doing that why in the world are we still doing this <laughs> and then it's an opportunity to to potentially be really reinforcing that and taking the temperature of the organization and making sure that the people that 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 you're working with your coworkers your employees are on the same page and then figuring out what we can be doing better to help them get what they want as well that's right that's right. And I've, I've used this technique to give everyone a voice and it seems to be working, <laughs> knock on wood, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that, you know, we have this old adage about people doing job descriptions. And I, I just don't, I don't believe in them. I really don't believe in them. I believe in life descriptions. I believe in 
you know, your purpose and your goals both at work and life. And they, they intersect. Whether you want to know this or not, they intersect. And going through the exercise, whether you're a founder, an executive, or a, a new employee, or even an intern, of stating, here's what I'm doing and I like. Here's what I'm doing and I don't like essentialism, ideally what I want to shed. Here are my goals, both in personal and professional. And seeing that all on one piece of paper, on one page, is psychologically mind-turning. And that's what we've been doing for years within companies, among many other things, is giving the voice to somebody who can't speak up, but wants to say, listen, what I'm doing doesn't match what I want and where I'm heading. And the executive who has no vision of their own future, they've just been a founder or the exec for so long, they don't see themselves in any other light. And bringing that all together. And that is, I agree, for anyone who's listening that is part of a bigger company, yes, this is a huge undertaking. And I, I get what I'm saying, but the fact is that when people have clarity and purpose and everything aligns, they're crazy productive. They're crazy open to change and pivoting. They're confident when things feel a little bit sh- like the ground is shifting because you're constantly, you know, evolving the business or your lives, they're okay with it. They don't hesitate as much. They trust, they're brave, like all those key words that we talk about. And isn't that what we all want? Isn't that what we want is just to like plow forward, accept mistakes, lessons learned, shift and move and evolve and get to a better place. I just think we have to spend a little bit of time on that. I certainly couldn't agree more. And I know that I've spent a career talking about the importance of setting goals. And as a, as a person had not done it myself for years and years and years until <laughs> I think probably seven years ago when I was 35, I actually finally wrote down goals and and people are right. It really does make an enormous difference. <laughs> so giving, putting, putting your people in a position where on one piece of paper they can write down, this is what I like doing. This is what I don't like doing. These are my goals as an as a individual, personally and professionally. I mean, what an incredibly wonderful thing to be able to do. But I also appreciate that if I hear that and I've got hundreds of employees, I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't even know how I would open the box and get started. So yeah. how 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 does that work? Well, you'd like to think if you have hundreds of employees that you have tens of managers. Okay, so mm-hmm. the trick is just starting with the execs and the managers and letting them be in that moment and go through the exercise themselves and let them buy in through experience and then they can take it to the masses and the trick is nothing is final and i think that's really hard now i think the younger generation and so i'm going to sound old now the younger generation gets that the world is constantly changing like change is inevitable change is part of evolution right there there seem to be so much better with it um maybe my generation i'll speak for myself not so great with change, we want more stability. And that's maybe that's normal. But going into this exercise, this is just about being open. This is about a dialogue. Maybe it's on paper and it's not verbal, or maybe it's verbal and you know on paper as well. 
The managers get to choose what works for them. It's just instituting a practice of setting goals, understanding vision, and aligning purpose with what you're doing every day. And you just have to go into it knowing that it's not going to be perfect, that it's not going to be revolutionary, like in a major way overnight, that it's just, it's like a habit and you just have to start somewhere. To begin, begin. I, I, I really failed to see, I really failed to see uh, negative stuff coming out of an exercise like this. I appreciate the fear and uncertainty and all that, but expressing to the people that, 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 that you're working with to your employees that you want them to, to get the most out of their lives and to be happy and product and ha- happy and healthy and, and engaged and then providing a pretty simple exercise. I think that that's nothing but uh, I can't imagine too many negatives coming out of that. I don't think there are, but I think you and I are a little bit biased and that we're open to talking about these things. And for those that have never been introduced to any part of this or are not open, this could be difficult. You know, there are still younger managers that are not open to bringing personal into the workplace. And, you know, I don't know what to say to that. Um, I'm going to probably say read a book (laughs) about the importance of understanding that that plays in, that, you know, that employee that you can't seem to get engaged or they don't seem energized. And maybe it's because they have financial problems. You know, they can't pay their rent right now. You know, or, or maybe there's health problems that you don't know about. I mean, these things all impact work and productivity and, and scaling a company. And I don't mean to just talk about companies. Listen, in the end, to me, small business is the lifeblood. Small business is the one, quite frankly, that walks across the street and gives the free meal to the homeless guy. Okay? Small business is the one that sponsors a baseball team that can't put T-shirts on their back. And I'm not saying big businesses don't do that, but it's the small local businesses that really hold communities together and to bring things to the communities and the communities then give back. So in essence, as a small business, maybe the only downside is the time factor and trusting that taking the time to do this with your people will pay itself back and being innovative, right? Maybe that you you don't see other businesses doing this. But I, I think as a business owner, you've got to decide, are you going to be innovative or are you going to just go with the flow? And that's a matter of survival or sustainability or thriving. You, you choose. That is well said right there. I love it. Well, Jen, mm-hmm. the people are ready for your difference-making tip, even though that was a really solid one. What do you have for them? <laughs> that one pager, the cliff notes of your life and your work. Find a way to do it. Um, listen reach out to me on LinkedIn and ask me for the template. I'm more than happy to share the goods. Um, the more the merry in this uh, pursuit. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on, come on. Jen, <laughs> thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Well, pretty easy. You can look up Jennifer Goldman Consulting and you will find me. So just go ahead and Google that. And uh, however you come across me, LinkedIn or website, just reach out. Perfect. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Jen your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Type Jennifer Goldman Consulting into your favorite search engine and find your way to her. Find her on LinkedIn and grab a copy, grab that template and uh, and, and, and put it to work. Thanks again, Jen. Thank you.
And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. <laughs>